Hello and welcome to the Sales Exchange Podcast, B2B marketing talk for CEOs. When it comes to marketing, we can safely say that people haven't changed, but the technology certainly has. And if we don't adapt, we're going to run into some serious problems. So if you're a CEO who's involved in marketing, join us as we talk about strategies and tactics needed to generate new business. And I'm your host and founder of Sales Exchange, Nigel Main. Today's podcast is called The Marketing Moments of Truth, and it's the audio taken from one of our videos, which helps to explain the psychology behind the buying process and how that correlates with the whole marketing mix and how that correlates with kind of the market, the marketing technology stack right the way through to nurturing and ABM. In terms of takeaways, uh, well, there's, there's a lot of noise out in the marketing space today with everyone either claiming to have a, a great strategy or, or they're just simply jumping on the bandwagon. Um, hoping that CEOs and MDs don't really know the backstory so they can say or do anything they like. Now, the, the podcast itself, in a way, um, exposes the, the B2B marketing ecosystem for CEOs. And that means, in turn, you can uh, make better, better informed decisions how to direct and instruct your staff or your contractors or agencies. So I hope you enjoy it and I'll catch you in the next one. Now, the moments of truth were coined by a guy called Alan Laffley, former chairman and president uh, and CEO of Procter & Gamble, and it was later expanded by Google. And the moments of truth illustrate the sequences of engagement throughout the buying process. Now, what we've done is we've taken these moments of truth and cross-referenced them against the whole marketing mix to show how all of this fits together. So, the, the marketing moments of truth. Let me just, um, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to get some information up on the screen so you can see one of the, um, one of the, uh, the diagrams. If you're watching this, then you can see a bit of the information behind me, but better still, and if you're listening to this as a podcast, um, you can't see me. But go to our website under workshops. There are all the diagrams that you can have a look at, and it, it shows you how this flows from from one um, from one section to another. So we'll start with the the zero moments of truth. As you can see, um, we've got greens, blues, and greens. So you'll see how this all flows together in a minute. So the the the, the zero moment of truth um, is actually the a term coined by Google in 2011, and it refers to the research which is conducted online about a product or service before someone takes any action. So searching for mobile reviews before making a purchase, for example. So the, in the internet has, has really changed the way consumers are interacting with brands and products and services um, like this uh, online. And because of this, this decision-making process has changed. They've called it the zero moment of truth or ZMOT. So according to Google, 88% of customers are researching online before they actually buy a product. Now, if you're watching this, just to get, like I said, I've got the image on the screen. Um, it starts up here, the zero moment of truth. Okay. The first moment of truth is when a customer is confronted with the product 
and that can take place online or offline. But it, it, it occurs within the first three to seven seconds of a consumer encountering the product. And it's during this time that marketers have, have got the capability of turning a browser into a buyer. Now, Procter & Gamble described the first moment of truth as the moment a consumer chooses a product over the competitor's offerings. The second moment of truth is when a customer actually purchases a product and experiences its quality as per the promise of the brand. Now, there can be multiple second moments of truth for every time a product is, is consumed or used, pro providing the consumer with information for, for kind of future purchases and so on, sharing their experience and so on with, about their product and services. So the, 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 the second moment of truth, as, as we said here, um, it's basically when they buy from you and install it and start using it. So, it's, you know, it's a pretty serious, pretty straightforward process. Then you've got the third or the ultimate moment of truth. Now, this is where consumers feed back or, or have a reaction towards your brand or product or services. Now, in other words, the consumer becomes a brand advocate and gives back via I don't know, word of mouth or social media publishing. So allowing for all these we could call them states, you can tailor your strategy to follow a structured approach and a pattern of kind of content delivery. And you know, that's best, the best way to put it is expectation for them. So that brings us on to the marketing funnel. Now, most people in business have heard of a funnel of one type or another, if not for marketing, for sales. But it's knowing the different stages of these funnels that allow us to define the marketing and the nurturing stages. And so as you can see with the color coding we've got here, um, oops, let me just, um, just go back to this. Uh, you can see with the stages we've got here, that brings us into our marketing funnel. Top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, just for, the, for those that um, can see with the color coding. Now, all of these elements are descriptions that marketing folk talk about, but they all flow together. And there's also the process of recycling your prospects depending on what they do or don't do. Um, so really, uh, you're looking at the, the, the various marketing activities, but it's important that everyone in your business is aware of these different activities and some, you know, some in, generate interest and some generate leads. And I think a few people have probably been sacked in the past because of these specific def defined areas um, because they weren't properly defined. And certain managers, I guess, would believe that marketers were no good at their jobs because if one's just generating interest and one's generating leads, it's whatever your expectations are. And in conjunction with the marketing funnel, you've got to look at kind of um, awareness uh, uh, to the demand, looking at qualification um, and, and looking at what the process is and, and look at, looking at thought leadership and understanding what creates interest um, and so on. So the, the, the whole point of this is as we as we move forward through these um, 
these processes, there's a customer has to that is a customer experience flow, and it's affected by um, different devices and component parts that all can connect with your potential customers from from a website to smartphones to smartphone apps that and the apps that can push content to users so you've got all this 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 flow of information that's uh, i suppose it's the way that you package your products that is absolutely key so even if you've got a service and and taking that service through to execution um an engagement of your products the point is to to deliver an amazing customer service which encourages customers to come back for more um if they buy more, they recommend more. Um, by listening to customer suggestions, for example, or complaints um, or engagement in, in, in general, your products or services can become perfected, which ends up delighting more customers. And that's, that's, that's the point. Um, and I think, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that gone are the days uh, when... <coughs> Excuse me. You just refer to customers as marks or targets, and they're to be nailed or sold to at any cost, just for you know, just for profit. But the thing is, there's the overall um, customer care, um, the point of having a genuine desire to serve, and this point of serving applies to staff as well, as in for management to serve, to, to look at serving staff. So if any if anyone gets to the point that people are being treated any less than with total respect when they've made a commitment to you or your company, um, I, I just see it as, as it must be about serving them. So it's no longer just about, you know, take their money and run. We all want to have the, the most amazing lifetime value from them. And if, if it's a struggle, then perhaps some of the elements in your business or people's businesses need reviewing. I mean, it could be staff conduct or product performance, who, who knows? But the bottom line is that the goal of that entity called a business is to serve the people it engages with, employed or customers, it doesn't matter. They have made a commitment to you and you have to respond accordingly in return. I, th I think at the, um, at the outset, if you, you know, when you're looking at this whole infrastructure, you then look at the uh, the technology stack, the marketing stack, because it's all driven by 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 software and so on. So we've we've now got to a place in business that demands a significant amount of technology. It doesn't matter what department you're talking about, but marketing, I think, takes the prize for the most amount of integrated technology required to keep it functioning. I'm not going to go into every piece of technology that that could benefit a marketing department. But there is an important aspect to all of this, and that is to know, is it needed? I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm completely committed to anything that can enhance decision making um, and business direction from the use of um, SaaS software as a service or analytics. However, whilst a lot of the companies out there, uh, they do come across as sounding like snake oil salesmen, but it's important to understand it's not the technology that will engage prospective customers. Only you can do that through your, I suppose, distinct messaging. 
The only thing technology will do is transport your message, um, your tone of voice or your product or whatever, to the willing eyes and ears of your prospect. Going back to um, the graphic, the information structure, the descriptions and brand names that we've got here that relates to the technology only serve as an illustration of what you might need. Uh, some of it you could probably use now, uh, some of it some of it in the future, I guess. Uh, but one of the key factors with all this technology is to make sure your staff can actually use it. And this means making sure the sales company that's pitching to you and their respective implementation teams avail you of everything it can do. And in turn, you can adapt your way of working to achieve the results you want. There's, um, we've, we've, we've got a book called The Essential Guide to Business Technology and Marketing. There it is here. Um, which addresses the implementation? Is it hold it? Hold it up high enough. Which which addresses the implementation of new equipment and systems and software, and provides a framework to make sure your business gets the most out of new equipment and software. What we want to do now is just go on to the nurture, the, the kind of the nurturing section or point of this, and you've got to understand that there's two opposing factors when it comes to marketing. One wants to export content to get the fastest result, and the other is tempering um, the human driver that says, I'll take all of this information on board only if it meets my personal criteria. I mean, it's like, do I look like the look and feel, or am I ready? Or bottom line, is my pain great enough to want to invest time in reading this message? And is this message directed at me? And I suppose finally, is it in my preferred space or platform and so on, like whether I watch or listen or read or whatever? And if and only if you meet their criteria, will you be in a, um, in a position to have a chance to engage with them? And that's way, that's way before you've even earned the right to market to them. And that comes after engagement. And to do all of this and to get involved in the, the dance, you have to cajole people saying, you know, hi, I'm, I'm popping up here and there and behaving a bit. It's a bit like a mating dance of a bird of paradise. You know, once they become interested, you have to maintain your cool and provide little tidbits to coax them in and to get them to look a bit more closely. So it's not all about selling. And it's, it's a bit like a, a musical 4-4 beat promoting on the fourth beat. Engage, 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 promote. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Engage, engage. Engage, promote, you know, you get the idea. And once they do look, don't be tempted to go at them like, <laughs> like a bull in a china shop. You know, you've got to take it easy. Make sure you've worked through the whole nurturing plan beforehand. It's, it, it, the, I mean, the easiest way to do this is to genuinely put yourself in their position. And if you haven't got time, no problem. Get your staff to do it. Get your staff to go through the dance. Even as far as asking um, your existing customers, well, what do you think? Have a look, see what we're doing. You know, do they like your strategy? And if you don't like asking customers, ask prospects. You know, anybody basically you're speaking to, whether it's 
prospects or suppliers. Get your salespeople to ask their prospects. I mean, it's impossible to second guess what a customer thinks, is always going to think, so go and ask them. I think, you know, you want to have a process that keeps telling your prospects that you're actually talking to them, for them to feel genuinely served with great content and served in a timely fashion. And while we're kind of at that point, I just want to touch on account-based marketing. Now, ABM, account-based marketing, has the potential to sound like snake oil sales. But in simple terms, it's about the right people in your organization talking to the right people in your prospects organizations at the right time and is based upon the fact that in most larger organization, organizations, there are multiple decision, multiple decision makers involved in the process. And especially, you know, the higher the value of the acquisition, the more people are involved in that decision making process. So to achieve this, there is technology that helps direct marketing teams to address the different people involved in the purchasing, purchasing process with methodologies that can support and, and assist uh, the, the overall process. Uh, you know, pretty straightforward. But it's a bit, it's a bit like um, a, a corporate approach to, is this for you? And do you have the authority to make this decision? But, but done in a nice way. Um, but the bottom line is all businesses have to present a message that is read at the right time by the right person. Uh, it can't be too pushy. And it's about um, engagement without seeming like you're bribing them or, or, or being false about what you're attempting to do. So we kind of get to the end of this, but, but, but how, how does this all fit together? Well, you could say, well, here's one I, <laughs> here's one I made earlier. Um, and as you get, what we've done here with these um, moments of truth, they all blend together. And I'll, I'll, just, I'll just get the, the right um, image up on, on the screen. Um, here it is. We've got all of the moments of truth, the marketing funnel, activities, customer flow and experience, the technology stack, MarTech, nurturing, finishing with the ABM um, at, at, the, at, the, at the end. And the point of this is that we want these, these explanations to fit in with the moments of truth. Um, and I think, we've, I think I did mention that we've, we've got this whole infographic completely separate as well. So if you visit our website, if you're listening to this on a podcast at salesexchange.co.uk and go to the workshop, workshops tab, you can download the high-res images um, and have a look at this uh, at your leisure in your own time. Anyway, that's it. That's it for this one. Um, I hope it helps with your quest to develop your marketing. And if you need any help, do get in touch with us via our website. All the details are, are going to come up next. Um, and or just give us a call. Um, we'd be delighted to just have a chat, help get you pointed in the right direction, or give you any assistance that you might need. That's it for me for now. I'll see you in the next one.